Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Improvement Bill here. Recently, I've been having strong urges to share some of the stories from my past. I've always liked telling stories. They're interesting, they're memorable, and they are the single most effective way to pass down lessons to the next generation. So today I'm going to tell you a special story, the story behind why and how I started this channel. When I was 19 years old, I decided to drop out of college. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at the time, but I knew one thing, and that was if I stayed in college, I would waste two more years of my life and still be stuck without a clue as to what I wanted to do. And by pure chance, I ended up somehow landing a job as an old school salesman, working door to door. Yes, they still do that, selling internet and TV packages in the Bronx of New York City. And thus began what I consider to be the only real schooling I ever went through in my entire life. Because it was on the streets of the Bronx that I learned about true work ethic. I learned how to push myself to keep on going, working 12 hours a day all alone in 100 plus degree weather, being baked alive with a full suit on. It taught me how to deal with rejection. Man, I've yet to face something as demotivating as spending 12 hours a day knocking on doors, getting yelled at, and having doors slammed in my face only to go home having nothing to show for all the hard work I had just put in. There were plenty of days, at least once a week, where I would make no sales, which basically meant I had just spent 12 hours working without earning a dime. This taught me how to never give up in the face of failure. It exposed me to different people in different cultures. I've met tens of thousands of people while on the job, and I've been inside thousands of different homes in the hands-down most diverse city on this entire planet. And this showed me just how different some people are, but also just how many similarities there are between all sorts of people of different ethnicities, ages, and levels of income. The job taught me how to be charismatic, how to calm down screaming old ladies who were threatening to call the police on me, and how to talk with such finesse that they would be cooking dinner while filling out the paperwork to buy my internet package an hour later. But most importantly of all, it taught me the joys of being a teacher. See, after working my butt off for a couple of months, I became one of the top performing salesmen in the office. My boss saw some potential in me and I was promoted. My new job was to continue to go out and make sales, but to also train other new salespeople at the same time. And at first, I was pretty bad at it. See, teaching someone how to be a door-to-door salesperson isn't only about teaching them how to be good at sales. You also have to teach them about all the other stuff I mentioned before. You had to teach them how to be mentally tough, how to be optimistic in the face of failure, and how to speak with finesse. In a way, it's sort of like what I do now. It was sort of like teaching self-improvement. And boy, was it tough. See, in the beginning, every single person that I took under my wing quit in less than a week. I was very discouraged. I thought maybe I just wasn't cut out to be a teacher. But my boss said that this was perfectly normal, that there was a learning curve to teaching, just like how there's a learning curve for doing sales. And he continued to give me more and more people to train. This went on for a couple more months, and I got better and better at teaching people all of these skills and mindsets. And that's when I met a very special girl, someone who I'll never forget. For the purposes of this video, I'm just going to call her Stella. Stella was a single mother. She had her son at the age of 17 with a stereotypical scumbag father who ended up running away and leaving her with all the responsibilities. 
Her previous job was working as a cashier, making minimum wage, and she decided to try her hand at sales because, well, she needed to make more money to support her kid. She wanted her kid to have a good future, and she told me all of this on the very first day I met her, so I knew exactly what I was working with. I knew I couldn't let her down, so I took her under my wing and I brought her onto the field every single day for weeks and weeks, and I worked with her intensely, making sure to pass on all the little tricks and skills and mindsets that brought me success in the past. She was the first person that I truly taught with all my heart, because I knew if I let her down, I would also be letting her son down. And eventually, the results started to show. She started making a lot of sales on her own. In fact, there were plenty of weeks where she performed better than me. And I was so happy because she was the first person I ever coached successfully. Fast forward many, many more months, and I was managing a sales team of 12 people, and we were ranked number one for the entire Northeast region of the USA for an entire winter, bringing in over $1 million worth of revenue for our client. And because of this achievement, I was given the opportunity to open up my own office on Wall Street. And at this point in time, I thought I had made it. I thought I would be happy. But in reality, what I had worked my butt off for over a year trying to achieve was a big, fat lie. See, after opening up the office, I found myself working even more hours every single day, totaling up to something like 100 hours a week. And I wasn't even making much more than before because I had to pay for the rent and all of the other utilities for the new office. And worst of all, the one thing that I truly loved about the job, which was teaching, was something that I no longer did. My new responsibility was to deal with more of the back-end issues and compliance with the clients. I was basically stuck in the office all day doing paperwork. And this soon caught up to me because just a couple of months after opening the office, I woke up in bed one day, looked at my phone, put it on silent, and went back to sleep. I was burnt out. I told the rest of my team that I had reached my limit, and I shut down the office the next day. This was the biggest failure of my life because I had spent so much time working towards this goal thinking that it would bring me happiness only to realize that it just didn't. But I did learn one thing, and it was that money wasn't going to bring me happiness. Freedom was far more important, and that's something that has stuck with me to this day. Anyways, about a year later, my sales team had a reunion. We threw a party at a karaoke joint, and Stella came by to say hi. And as the night was ending, she dragged me outside and told me about what she was doing with her life now. After I had shut down the office, she ended up getting a job at a furniture store doing sales. And she said because of everything I had taught her, she was now the number one performer in the entire store, making about $80,000 a year. A huge jump from the $20,000 she was making before as a cashier. And she looked me in the eyes and told me that because of my efforts, she was now able to send her son to a good school. She could afford to pay for a bunch of extracurricular activities and buy him whatever he wanted. She was making so much more money that she even had a large chunk saved up with plans on starting her own business. She said, thank you. All of this was possible because of you. And this brought tears to my eyes. I felt something stirring within me. And it was at that moment that I knew what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I want to be a teacher. This concludes the first part of our story. Now, before we start the second part, I do want to quickly give a shout out to the sponsors of today's video, Taylor Brands. The reason I'm able to live such a free and fulfilling life nowadays and help teach people like Stella is all because of this business that I've built around my passion of teaching. 
And I know a lot of you have a strong desire to build a business down the line as well. If you do, then one of the most important things you must consider is your branding and design, which can be really hard to do in the beginning if you have no experience. And Taylor Brands is perfect for this because they make it really easy to do. They are the first AI-powered logo design and branding platform, which means they can help you design professional and unique logos in seconds that are completely customizable. They also make it extremely easy to take your new logo and create a custom website with your brand already built in. And to top that off, they even have a complete print store where you can print your logo on hats, business cards, t-shirts, and whatever else you can think of. You can do all of this starting at less than $5 a month. All you have to do is click on the link in the description box below and use coupon code IMPROVEMENTPILL to get 20% off any of their services. Now back to the story at hand. So at this point in my life, I was unemployed. I had about $10,000 saved up. I was sort of lost as to what I needed to do next, but I was absolutely sure about two things. Number one, freedom is far more important than money. I will be happier doing something that pays less, but gives me more freedom and time to enjoy life. And number two, I want to replicate that experience I had with Stella. I want to teach self-improvement, teach people how to fish so that they can achieve great things on their own down the line. But even though I knew these two things, I decided to only focus on the first point. See, at the time, I actually didn't think I could make enough money teaching people to sustain myself. I didn't see how I could do both at the same time. I didn't have the know-how like I do now. So I decided to simply pursue the elusive dream of achieving passive income online. Because I figured, okay, if I can make enough passive income to pay all the bills, then I can do whatever I want. I could relax and not have to worry about surviving, and then I can maybe start a coaching business or something along those lines. So that was the plan. I started going to the local Starbucks with my laptop every single day. You guys might have heard this story in one of my other videos, right? I would dress up in a full suit because it got me into that same crazy work ethic mindset I had back in my sales days, and I would just work in Starbucks every single day for months and months and months. I was completely new to the world of online businesses and passive income and all that sort of stuff. And this was before there were so many resources out there teaching people how to make money online. You guys don't know just how lucky you are because I was spending most of my time on forums reading about how to build these online businesses as compared to what you guys have now. Entire channels with hundreds of videos dedicated to showing you step by step how it's done. And it was tough. The first thing I tried was something called affiliate marketing using Amazon. Basically, if you can get people to purchase something on Amazon using your link, you get a small, small percentage of the profits. So I started building a bunch of different websites, reviewing a wide variety of different products like vapes and perfumes and drinking games. And all of these websites were complete failures. Well, to be fair, the drinking game website wasn't a complete failure because it was actually where I made my first online sale. I remember this clearly. The first time I ever made money online was by selling a beer pong table that someone actually bought after reading my review on the best drinking games to play at parties. And Amazon paid me like $15 for that sale. But then literally the next day, they sent me an email saying that websites about drinking or smoking paraphernalia are not allowed. And they closed down my affiliate account. But I still felt pretty happy because I knew that it was now at least possible for me to make money online. If I could make $15 in a day, then it's possible to one day make $150 in a day. I kept thinking about this to myself and I kept on trying. But like six months into this journey, I started running low on funds. I only had a couple thousand dollars left to my name. So I ended up getting a part-time job so I could stay afloat. 
I would still work on my online business stuff on the weekends in Starbucks, but during the weekdays, I would be canvassing out on the street in the lower parts of Brooklyn. Basically, my job was to get people to sign petitions for political parties. And one day, I stopped this guy on the street and he refused to sign. But he was like, hey man, you, you look like you really know what you're doing. Why are you canvassing on the street? And I told him about my past and what I was working on now and how this was a part-time job I was doing to help fund my ventures. He was like, wow, I actually have a close friend who has a successful online business. He sells Kindle books and he makes thousands of dollars every single month passive income. And I was like, oh my God, please, please tell me more. How did he learn how to do this? Well, he learned it from an online course he bought. And I was like, okay, that honestly sounds so much more fun than creating websites because I'm just not tech savvy at all. So please give me the link to this course. So he gives me the link and I purchased the course that very day and I binge watched all the lessons and within two days I was writing Kindle books. Now my commute to my part-time job was very, very long. I lived in Queens and it takes almost two hours on the subway to get to the lower parts of Brooklyn where I had to work. And this meant I had to spend an additional two hours to get back home. So every day I had about four hours on the train all to myself. And during this time, I would pull out my laptop and write an entire book every one to two days. Now, these weren't like a 100-page novels. These were short little 20 to 30-page books, and it actually wasn't too difficult for me to do this because during all of this time, I was still very, very much obsessed with self-improvement. So I would write books on important self-improvement topics such as social skills, confidence, and body language, things like that. I would basically repackage what I had learned from books and also what I had learned from the streets of the Bronx into these short little self-improvement books that I would then sell on Amazon Kindle for 2 to $3 each. And I did this every single day for an entire summer. I published dozens and dozens of books and eventually the results started to show. People actually started buying my books. To be honest, I thought they were pretty good especially compared to all the other nonsense that was on Amazon Kindle at the time. And it also sort of scratched that itch that I had when it came to my passion of teaching self-improvement. And after about six months of doing this, I was actually able to make over $1,000 a month passive income. And this was a huge achievement for me. This was genuine passive income. I would wake up every morning and look at my account and see that I had earned like $30 and I was hooked. I knew that I never ever wanted to work a normal job again because this way of making a living allowed me to literally make money while I was sleeping. This was the ultimate form of freedom that I had been searching for. Now, after breaking $1,000 a month passive income, I started to realize that I had really let my social life suffer. I had basically isolated myself from all of my friends for years in the pursuit of my career. But now that I was making some money every month, I had enough time to focus on rekindling my social life. So I started hanging out with a lot of my old friends from back in the day before I had dropped out of college. And one day I was having a conversation with a close friend of mine, Kelly. Now she was about to graduate and she was talking to me about all the problems she was facing, how she was nervous about finding a job, how she wasn't really sure what she wanted to do with her life. And because I had spent so much time managing a sales team and teaching self-improvement and writing books on self-development, my immediate reaction was to just start giving her advice. So I said, look, Kelly, it's quite simple. All you got to do is apply to a bunch of jobs and give it some time. And by gathering enough experiences, you'll gain a better picture about what you want to do in life. Blah, 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 something along those lines. And she stopped me and looked me in the eyes and said, you know what, Richard? Sometimes people just want you to listen to them. If you have an answer for every conceivable question in the world, you should just go onto YouTube and make videos. I'm sure people will want to listen to your valuable advice over there. Obviously, she was being sarcastic and was playfully mocking me in the moment. But when she said this, something clicked in my head. 
I was like, oh my God, Kelly, you are absolutely right. That is the perfect idea. See, I sort of enjoyed writing the Kindle books and all, but not that many people were buying them. Maybe only a couple of hundred would ever benefit from the contents of my books. If I really wanted to pursue my passion and teach people on a large scale, YouTube would be perfect for that. Plus, I felt like the idea of creating videos was way more fun than writing books. So that very day, I sat down and I picked the name for the channel and I started working on my first video. And about one week later, I uploaded it onto YouTube and the rest is history. And that's the story of how and why I started this channel. It's been a wild ride so far. We recently passed 2 million subscribers and I genuinely want to thank you for helping me get to that point. Because honestly, this career has given me the life of my dreams. It's given me the freedom that I've been chasing after for years. And it's given me the chance to do the one thing that I love doing most, which is teaching. Every time I receive an email or a direct message from one of you telling me about how watching my content has resulted in some sort of progress or success in your life, it reminds me of that day Stella pulled me aside and thanked me. It gives me that same special tingling sensation that I felt many years ago. I hope that I'm able to continue to make content for you like this for years to come. And for those of you that say things like, I don't know how to thank you for the work you've done. Honestly, the best thing for you to do, the best way to give back is to simply take what you learned from me and all the books you read and all the other self-improvement channels on this platform. Take the knowledge and apply it to your life. Start seeing success and maybe one day send me an email telling me about all the great things you've done. That's the best way to give back. Hope you guys enjoy this story. And besides that, stay tuned.